Greetings everyone, this is Bobby Vaughn with a call to actions. I am in studio by myself today, and today I wanted to do something a little unique. I wanted to read a U.S. Department of Health and Human Services document pertaining to the creation of potential pandemic pathogens, or triple P's. Some of you may have heard of it. This document was released in 2017. So just remember that year, 2017, pretty important. So without further delay, I'm going to read this document entitled Framework for Guiding Funding Decisions About Proposed Research Involving Enhanced Potential Pandemic Pathogens, 2017. Department of Health and Human Services Framework for Guiding Funding Decisions About Proposed Research Involving Enhanced Potential Pandemic Pathogens. Section 1, Purpose and Principles. Research involving potential pandemic pathogens is essential to protecting global health and security. However, there are biosafety and biosecurity risks associated with undertaking such research that must be adequately considered and appropriately mitigated in order to help safely realize the potential benefits. The HHS, or Health and Human Services Framework for Guiding Funding Decisions about Proposed Research Involving Enhanced Potential Pandemic Pathogens, the HHS P3CO Framework is intended to guide Health and Human Services funding decisions on individual proposed research that is reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced triple P's, potential pandemic pathogens. This HHS P3CO framework is responsive to and in accordance with the recommended policy guidance for department, de departmental development of review mechanisms for potential pa pandemic pathogen care and oversight issued by OSTP on January 9th, 2017, and supersedes the previous framework for guiding Department of Health and Human Services funding decisions about research proposals with the potential for generating highly pathogenic avian influenza H5N1 viruses that are transmissible among mammals by respiratory droplets. The HHS P3CO framework ensures a multidisciplinary department-level pre-funding review and evaluation of proposed research meeting the scope outlined herein to help inform funding agency decisions. In, in so doing, the HS3 P3CO framework seeks to preserve the benefits of life sciences research involving enhanced potential pandemic pathogens while minimizing potential biosafety and biosecurity risks. Section 2, Scope and Definitions. 
for the purpose of this HHS P3CO framework. A. A potential pandemic pathogen, triple P, is a pathogen that satisfies both of the following. One, it is likely highly transmissible and likely capable of wide and uncontrollable spread in human populations. And two, it is likely highly virulent and likely to cause significant morbidity and or mortality in humans. B. An enhanced triple P is defined as a triple P resulting from the enhancement of the transmissibility and or virulence of a pathogen. Enhanced potential pandemic pathogens do not include naturally occurring pathogens that are circulating in or have been recovered from nature regardless of their pandemic potential. C. To the extent that transmissibility and or virulence of potential pandemic pathogens are modified in the following categories of studies, the resulting pathogens are not considered to be enhanced triple P's for the purposes of this framework. 1. Surveillance activities including sampling and sequencing and two, activities associated with developing and producing vaccines, such as generation of high growth strains. D, proposed intramural and extramural life sciences research that is being considered for funding and that has been determined by the funding agency as reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use Enhanced potential pandemic pathogens is subject to additional Health and Human Services department-level review as outlined herein. E, a pathogen previously considered by an agency to be an enhanced triple P should no longer be so considered if the Health and Human Services and the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy, in consultation with the Department of Defense, Homeland Security, agriculture and justice generally acting through the federal bureau of investigation jointly determined on the basis of additional information that has been developed about the risks or the benefits of that pathogen's creation transfer use that the department level review processes outlined in this framework are no longer appropriate box one Criteria for guiding Health and Human Services funding decisions on proposed research that involves or is reasonably anticipated to involve creation, transfer, or use of enhanced potential pandemic pathogens. Department-level review of proposed research reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced potential pandemic pathogens will be based on the following criteria. One. The research has been evaluated by an independent expert review process, whether internal or external, and has been determined to be scientifically sound. Two, the pathogen that is anticipated to be created, transferred, or used by the research must be reasonably judged to be a credible source of a potential future human pandemic. Three, an assessment of the overall potential risks and benefits associated with the research determines that the potential risks are compared to the potential benefits to society are justified. Four, there are no feasible, equally efficacious alternative methods to address the same question and manner that poses less risk 
than does the proposed approach. Five, the investigator and the institution where the research would be carried out have the demonstrated capacity and commitment to conduct it safely and securely and have the ability to respond rapidly, mitigate potential risks, and take corrective actions in response to laboratory accidents, lapses in protocol and procedures, and potential security breaches. Six, the research's result are anticipated to be responsibly communicated in compliance with applicable laws, regulations, and policies, and any terms and conditions of funding in order to realize their potential benefit. Seven, the research will be supported through funding mechanisms that allow for appropriate management of risks and ongoing federal and institutional oversight of all aspects of the research throughout the course of the research. And eight, the research is ethically justifiable. Non-maleficence, beneficence, justice, respect for persons, scientific freedom, and responsible stewardship are among the ethical values that should be considered by a multidisciplinary review process in making decisions about where to fund, whether to fund research involving potential pandemic pathogens. Section 3. Review and Oversight Framework A. The identification, review, and oversight of research subject to department-level review will require responsibilities of the funding agency considering funding the proposed research and Health and Human Services. Figure 1. Overview and responsibilities under the Health and Human Services P3CO framework. Entity, the funding agency, their responsibilities are conduct standard scientific merit review, review proposed research that is reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced potential pandemic pathogens for departmental level review, provide relevant information necessary for departmental level review, participate in departmental level review process as requested, Consider the recommendations resulting from the departmental level review. Make a funding decision stipulating terms and conditions of award, including additional risk mitigation measures if appropriate. Report relevant information on funding decisions to Health and Human Services and OSTP. Ensure implementation of and adherence to required risk mitigation procedures and other terms conditions of award if funded. The HHS responsibilities convene a multidisciplinary group to review proposed research that has been determined by the funding agency as being reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced potential pandemic pathogens. Critically evaluate the proposed research, including the risk-benefit assessment and proposed risk mitigation plan. Consider the eight criteria for guiding HHS funding decisions and additional relevant factors and information. Develop recommendations on acceptability for HHS funding, including suggestions for additional risk mitigation measures and or terms and conditions of award if funded. B. 
the HHS department level review will evaluate proposed research referred by the funding agency that meets the scope outlined in section two. This review and evaluation will be guided by the criteria listed in box one. The evaluation will include consideration of a risk benefit analysis of the proposed research, risk mitigation plan, and additional relevant factors. C, a department level review will result in recommendations to the funding agency on whether the proposed research is acceptable for health and human services funding and what, if any, additional risk mitigation measures should be incorporated into the terms and conditions of award if funded. If funded, research that is reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced potential pandemic pathogen may require additional risk mitigation strategies which may include but are not limited to modification of the design or conduct, conduct of the research, application of specific or enhanced biosecurity and biosafety and biocontainment measures, evaluation of existing evidence of medical countermeasures efficacy, or experiments conducted to determine MCM efficacy against agents or toxins resulting from the research, and methodologies for responsible communication of results. Section 4, Health and Human Services Department Level Review. A. Proposed research that is being considered for funding by the Health and Human Services Funding Agency is deemed to be scientifically meritorious by an independent internal or external review process and has been determined by the funding agency to be reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced potential pandemic pathogens must be referred for Health and Human Service Department Level Review. B. The purpose of the Department Level Review is to provide a multidisciplinary pre-funding review and evaluation of proposed research that meets the scope outlined in Section 2 to recommend whether HHS funding is appropriate, and if so, to help identify the appropriate risk mit mitigation strategies. The following disciplines should be represented during the department level review. Scientific research, biosafety, biosecurity, MCM development and availability, law, ethics, public health preparedness and response, biodefense, select agent regulations, and public health policy as well as the funding agency perspectives and other relevant areas. The HHS department level review group may include non-voting ex officio and or ad hoc members from HHS and other departments and agencies as deemed appropriate by the review group chair. C. Extra care in the department level review should be given to proposed research that is reasonably anticipated to enhance the harmful consequences of the path enhance the harmful consequences of the pathogen disrupt immunity or the effectiveness of an immunization against the pathogen without clinical or agricultural justification confer to the pathogen resistance to clinically or agriculturally useful prophylactic or therapeutic interventions against the pathogen or f facilitate the pathogen's ability to evade detection methodologies, increase the stability, transmissibility, or the ability to disseminate the pathogen.
alter the host range or tropism of the pathogen, enhance the susceptibility of a host population to the pathogen, or generate or reconstitute or eradicate or extinct pathogen. D. The HHS department level review may result in the following recommendations. Research is acceptable for HHS funding. Research is not acceptable for HHS funding. Research is acceptable for HHS funding on the condition that certain experiments are modified. Research is acceptable for HHS funding on the condition that certain risk mitigation measures are employed at the federal and or institutional level or other recommendations as deemed appropriate. For research determined to be not in accordance with all the criteria for guiding HHS funding decisions on proposed research reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use enhanced potential pandemic pathogens, a recommendation will be that the research is not acceptable for HHS funding. Section 5. Evaluation of the HHS P3CO review process. HHS will periodically reevaluate and modify this review process as necessary to reflect scientific advances and changes to the regulatory landscape. To help inform such evaluations and to enhance transparency and public engagement in the review and oversight process for enhanced potential pandemic pathogen research, HHS will periodically ask the National Science Advisory Board for biosecurity to review the process described herein. And that is the end of the document entitled Framework for Guiding Funding Decisions about Proposed Research Involving Enhanced Potential Pandemic Pathogens. And we gotta remember this is in 2017 right at the beginning of President Trump's, uh, should I even say presidency, uh, President Trump's regime, uh, for the first time in American history, that was a ban on this type of research lifted. And that's why this document was created, is to create a framework for guiding decisions for the creation of enhanced potential pandemic pathogens. It's shocking to read. It's it's only seven pages. Uh, you might have heard me kind of trip over my own words there. It's just uh, it's a little tough to read. Uh, I'm going to include this in the uh, description of this podcast episode. So not going for a full hour on this one. Uh, if, if you're hearing this on any of the podcast networks, go to a call to actions.com and we're working on getting getting the call to actions played live on our website at a call to actions.com. You just hit the play button on Monday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern. I uh, had a technical difficulty tonight, so uh, we're going to try to get that back up. So, all the podcasters uh, who listen, well, all the people listening on the podcast networks can listen live if they, they feel like it at 6 p.m. Eastern time calltoactions.com well let me know what you think send information over to upandout at hush.com that's my personal email upandout at hush.com god bless you take care guys